KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Sebastian Silva's Nasty Baby seems to be a mostly improvised fable that's mostly populated by three people who improvise most of their lives from minute to minute. I disliked it at first. The camera is as jittery as the characters and kept disliking it until I realized that I'd been drawn in, if not exactly captivated. The film itself is alive with random energy that sets up a surprise ending without blowing the surprise. The trio is a two-hip ménage à trois living in the Fort Greene section of Brooklyn. A gay couple, Freddie and Moe, they're played by Sebastian Silva and Tunde Aribimpe, and Kristen Wiig's Polly, who's some sort of clinician, maybe a physician. The movie is vague on that point, among others. They're trying to make a baby that all of them want, even though none of them is a whiz at self-reflection or a model of maturity, and at least one of them may be challenged in the areas of reproduction plumbing and anger management. All three actors are good at going with the story's ebb and flow. The men are out there in every way, and Kristen Wiig makes Polly interesting by making her laconic. A subplot has to do with a piece of performance art in which Freddie plans to play a baby, a naked baby, for reasons that are never quite clear. Here again, the vagueness may be intentional or just a dumb plot point. But Nasty Baby is very smart about where it's going and quite frightening as it becomes increasingly clear that the baby of the title may not be the one the three friends plan to make. Rock the Casbah is the mausoleum where comedy was buried. It's a two-bit Ishtar that might play better on a phone. The film is set mainly in contemporary Afghanistan, hard to think of a funnier place, and was directed coarsely by Barry Levinson from a slovenly script by Mitch Glazer. Bill Murray is Richie Lance, a down-on-his-luck rock tour manager, who takes his last remaining client on a USO tour to Kabul. She dumps him, but not to worry, because Richie happens on a dazzling Afghan girl with a golden voice and gets her a triumphant gig as the first female singer on Afghan Star, that nation's version of American Idol. At least that's the plot line the film appears to be following. The terrible truth is that Richie's discovery has the voice of a timid teeny bopper and zero dazzle. This raises the question of whether he's delusional or we are, and neither alternative fits. No one doesn't love Bill Murray, but his melancholy torpor can wear thin in the best of circumstances, and these circumstances are pretty close to the worst. The cast includes Bruce Willis, Kate Hudson, Danny McBride, and Scott Kahn. No one escapes unscathed. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.